Napa know-how. Right now, Mobile One Full Synthetic Motor Oil is $29.99 for a five-quart jug. Its advanced formula provides maximum sludge protection, defending your engine like a catcher defends home plate. So, get top-notch engine protection with the Mobile One Full Synthetic five-quart jug for $29.99. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General state's pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 9-30-18. I may or may not have bought draft day last night for $5 on Amazon. It's Call been him. a long day. <laughs> Hayden Hurst. No, no tea. Hayden Hurst could be so old he's about to die. The high thresholds are, are no more in Green Bay and just gives me hope for Anthony Miller. So... What's up, Draft Nerds? Thanks for joining us today. My name is Ken Swanson. I'm one of the writers at Arrowhead Pride. This is the AP Chiefs Draft Show, giving you an immediate reaction to round one of the NFL Draft. And uh, it couldn't have gone much better for the Chiefs. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by my co-host on this show. You can find him on Twitter, at Jacob Morley. Jake, long time no see, man. Had, yeah. Had to fly solo last week, but yeah. uh, earlier this week, but uh, glad to have you back, dude. Good to be back. How, yeah. uh, how, uh, how did you feel when the Chiefs, or when the Packers traded out of the 14th pick in the draft? Uh, when I saw that they got a first round next first rounder next year, I thought they kind of fleeced the uh, Saints. I mean, that's that's good value. I kind of probably, if it was me, I probably would have stood. I probably would have stayed there and took Derwin James, but I'm really happy with what they were able to do and and landing with Jair Alexander is is a nice little consolation prize, and he might have been the top on their board anyways. I was really hoping that they were going to trade out again from 27, just so you had to suffer the pain that uh, Chiefs fans are having to feel this year uh, with this whole thing, but uh, oh well. You, I did you, that last year. I waited all day and then ended up not. It's, it's better going into it knowing that you don't have a pick, honestly, fl- just because you don't really think anything of it. Like If they trade up into the first, cool. If not then they don't and it's whatever so it's it's kind of nice when you know that they don't have a pick in the first you can mentally prepare yourself i think this is three straight years where one of us one of our teams hasn't had a first round pick like night both of us have not picked in the first round for three seasons now this is two out of three for the chiefs right two yeah because we the year that chris jones that they took chris jones they traded out and we sat there all night and watched them trade out yep and then last year with with you guys trading out, and then now this, the Chiefs did not trade into the first round of the draft, and they didn't need to. the The value in this draft can, is still there. Um, I'm I'm very surprised at some of the players that are still left on the board. Let's really quick go through a recap of what happened in the first round. Get some quick hitter takes on what happened. How about uh, how about the Browns selecting? Baker Mayfield with the first pick in the draft, Jake. I don't know, man. Like my brain feels like mush right now a little bit, and it started with that pick because leading up to it today, you didn't really hear anything about Baker until today, right. and then that ended up being the pick. And I still, even though I heard it all day, I just didn't really quite believe it. I didn't believe it either. And when it finally happened, it's they they did it. I can't. And then I think just as equally, like I can't wait to see how much the Giants turned down to select Saquon Barkley, a running back, a very good running back, but a running back with the number two position when everybody's scrambling to try to get a quarterback. I can't wait to see what they turn down for that pick. Yeah, I just... I don't... I just don't agree with taking a running back that high, especially you're going to have to pay him 
like yeah. a top running back, he's, and he probably will be. But still, he's I just, one of the top ten running back that's contracts such a in football now. Position, so he better be special. It's it, it, incredible. It was a great start. Like the chaos, you know, the the, the crazy runs and trade off trades up really didn't happen that much. But just Saquon Barkley, but the guys too. that stayed, the people that stayed put at the top end, like they didn't draft guys that really. <laughs> Saquon was probably the only person that you really were expecting. Like even Denzel Ward going four was I. I just didn't. I didn't really think that was going to happen. Did it you, wasn't really on my mind. Did you see that the the Browns had been talking about Denzel or about Bradley Chubb and like were deciding on leaning Bradley Chubb like the whole time, and then like this afternoon they decided they wanted to go with Ward. I think that's dumb. I like just, stick to your guns. What's what's whatever Mac or no matter what. What was the movie? Uh, uh, Vontae Mac. Should have said Bradley Chubb. No matter what. I may or may not have bought Draft Day last night for five dollars on Amazon. Because <laughs> I, I just I'm, felt compelled to watch it. I'm probably going to watch it every year. I'm pretty year. sure it aired last night like on basic cable. Uh, yeah, I tried to find it, but it was like not on demand on TBS. Mm. So I just had mm. Owen bought his $5. I'm probably going to watch it every year, even though it's not a very good movie and Jennifer Garner ruins it. Uh, but it's okay. I, I still like, I, I, I don't know. It was fun. But the, here's the, here's what's so frustrating to me. And we can, we need to probably just touch on what the AFC West teams did. And we'll just start with the Chargers with, or with the Broncos. I'm sorry. Picking Bradley Chubb at five, I'm super mad that John Elway made a good football decision. That's a slam dunk pick. That's- it is. And it's just, it's maddening because like I, I talked to the other day about like the worst case scenarios for the Chiefs and Bradley Chubb going there was one of them. Like that's just, that is not something I'm super excited that that happened there. Yeah. There were things to root for as an AFC West fan and a couple of them did not happen. Like quite the opposite, actually. I mean, what? the Raiders. One of them did. We'll they, get there. They held up their end of the bargain. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there a second um is there any other takes that you have be- between uh the, the broncos making a pick at five and the chargers making a pick at or the raiders making a pick at 15 was there anything that surprised you in that Not range? really i feel like that's when things kind of settled down uh vita going 12 to the bucks was interesting to me um not su- not maybe surprising but interesting um vita ve the tackle from yeah, the defensive tackle right from uh, marcus davenport the yeah, the uh, the edge rusher from University of Texas San Antonio, crazy that, and that's who I guess that's who traded up with the Packers, and they gave up quite a bit to move up. You're you're thinking they're moving up for a quarterback, they move up for a underdeveloped prospect. edge rusher whose best pass rushing reps were against you know lower tier running backs. It was it was a, it was a very shocking move uh that they gave up so much for him. Uh and then at 15 the the UCLA or the uh the Oakland Raiders select UCLA offensive tackle Colton Miller. Um I I thought it was a reach. I didn't think it was like an insane reach, but just the fact that they reached in general was really really funny. I'm yeah. actually higher on him than most people are after the positional value filters. Um, I he wound up the twenty fourth on my board, but he has a second round grade. Uh, but it still it was it was definitely a reach, and I was thrilled to see that. Yeah. A you, boomer you knew bust. someone was going to take him in that range. Right. It's just nice that it was a divisional opponent. Colton Miller's a he's a boomer bust tackle prospect. That's going to have to bl- block Bradley Chubb. 
Yeah, he's gonna have to back and Justin Houston. He better, figure, he better figure it out quick. He's got the athleticism to do it, but it's still funny. Yeah, and it's 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 perfect for the Chiefs. That's the kind of player you want is a guy that Tom Cable thinks he can turn around. The offensive lineman coach from uh, from the Raiders, he thinks he can turn him around. He was st- he was standing on the table for this guy apparently. Uh, well, good luck with that, Tom. Uh, anything else uh, before? Like, oh. Looking back at thirteen, I thought the I thought the Redskins panicked a little bit. And took Deron Payne. I think they really wanted a D tackle. And when Vita Vea was off the board, they just kind of went with the next one. Um, I think according to our boards, he was probably in that range. But I just feel like those two guys going back to back wasn't really something that I expected. I didn't. I didn't really expect Payne to go top fifteen. Someone said like Vita Vea to the to the Washington Redskins defensive tackle Vita Vea to the Washington Redskins was like the least worst kept secret in the in the draft community. Well, it didn't happen. Someone jumped in front of them. Yeah. To you take them, uh, Derwin James. This going to the to the uh, the the Chargers safety from Florida State. That is something that's pretty frustrating and upsetting for me, uh, just because I, that's a terrifying that's a terrifying addition to that defense, Jake. Yeah, he was one of my guys that I would have been really excited to get. So I'm bummed that he went one pick before the Packers. He's just a guy that he's going to be able to line up wherever. Him and Casey Hayward in the same in the back end is going to be kind of scary. Um, he's gonna he's gonna probably do some damage up around the line of scrimmage for that team. Um, think Eric Weddle, except potentially better. I mean, right. so uh, he's kind of do it all guy. I'm surprised he lasted till 17. Uh, there were you know the stuff about him and Minka before the draft. I think it's interesting to look back at it now. Now now that they have their landing spots, I think a lot of people the last month or so were kind of starting to get a little bit higher on James. Um, but I think when everything kind of reset, people kind of went back with the. Minka um, being probably a little bit safer pick with the higher floor. I think James probably has a higher ceiling though still. So um, that's a good pick at 17. That might be one of my favorite picks of the draft Uh, actually. For sure. I would give Bradley Chubb and Derwin Derwin James an A grade and I'd probably give the Colton Miller move a C, C minus. Uh, so the the first, you know, two pieces of good news, two pieces of bad news, or two pieces of bad news, one piece of good news uh, in the first 17 picks of the draft. But after that, everything about came up Chiefs as far as getting a position of need falling to them or putting it in a range where the Chiefs can comfortably trade up. Because picks from 18 to 32, there really wasn't a ton of bad moves for them except for you taking the first member of the draft miss list the green bay packers taking jair alexander the corner from louisville off of the draft miss list and into green bay uh so i hate you for that other than that though you look at the you look at what happened an inside linebacker going to the cowboys two center prospects in Frank Ragno and Billy Price going off the board at 20 and 21. I know those guys were both on the draft miss list, but you're going to sacrifice draft like interior offensive linemen at that range, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I think from like 19 to 32, it was like all bets are off. Like nobody really took people where we thought they would go. Uh, Lamar Jackson with the Ravens, uh, that's a fit that I thought 
could happen at 32 was interesting um, but pretty much everyone else like the Terrell Edmonds going round one was interesting Rashad Penny going round one really interesting right um, Rashad I, Penny the running back from, from San, San Diego, Diego State. State and Terrell Edmonds the safety from Virginia Tech uh, Tremaine Edmonds brother which is kind of cool that they had brothers going the first round but that's surprising especially with guys like Justin Reed um, from Stanford and, and Jesse Bates from Wake Forest still on the board really surprised to see Edmonds go in front of him in front of those two guys Chiefs fans if you are wanting to root for a position that's been heavily on the draft miss list going this early it's offensive line and we talked about Frank Ragno the center uh, Billy Price the center and uh, Isaiah Wynn the guard tackle those three going uh, it, it hurts a little bit. You would have liked the value to fall there, but it's still, uh, it's probably beneficial to the Chiefs. And you'll, we'll talk about some of the players that are available, uh, but DJ Moore and Calvin Ridley, the wide receivers going off the board too. That was helpful. Uh, the only picks that I'm a little frustrated, Jake, that came off the board in round one were um, Mike Hughes, but I cornerback from uh, from UCF but I'm not entirely sure based on some of the stuff I've heard that he was really in consideration for the Chiefs anyway that's and yeah we kind of both heard that um, I'm surprised I I kind of was pretty sure he wasn't going to go in the first two rounds so I was kind of surprised to see him go round one right um, talent talent wise sure he probably went a little low but just with the type of stuff that has been coming out with he might get charged with assault uh, it's like he's talking to teams about it. he wouldn't be surprised if there's allegations that were you know that would come up after the after the after draft selected so which could have been Buzz trying to drop him who sure. knows but um, but he's the one that said that so I don't oh, know was he the one that said yeah. that oh wow um, he was telling teams that at the combine that's why I thought teams would drop maybe the Vikings had better information than everyone else in the league though but I don't know uh, the other the other one I was a little um, here, the one I was really probably the most upset that went off the board in the Hayden back Hurst, half 25 <laughs> <tie> <laughs> in one. 25 is that the where he was drafted or is that his age both is it? Is he? I thought he was twenty six. Maybe. Oh, I don't know. Did, did a twenty five year old go at twenty five? I think. I think he did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, perfect. How fitting. Papa Hurst. Surprised. Uh, surprised the uh, Raiders didn't Is take it, him. Oh, Hurst. What? Isn't that the vehicle that you drive around in for a funeral? Hearst. Hearst. With an E, I think. I don't think. <laughs> but what can I call It's been a long day. <laughs> Hayden Hearst. No, no T. Hayden Hearst, because he's so old, he's about to die. Yep. Um, that was perfect. That was actually really good for the Chiefs. The one I was most upset with, though, was at 29, defensive tackle Taven Bryan going to the Jaguars. Uh, one thing that, uh, if there was a periscope up this yesterday, or today, boy, it really has been a long day. Yeah. Today, uh, Eric Galco made a prediction that the Chiefs were going to trade up into the early second round to draft Taven Bryan. Uh, one of the best first steps in this entire class, extremely disruptive. You can get upfield, uh, kind of raw, a lot of work to do, but man, he would have been a really fun piece to add to this this uh, defensive line, Jake. Well, yeah, you're right. Um, I think so. He was one of those guys that would have been kind of fun because he's got that upside. He's got that round one type potential, which he ended up going round one, um, but he's also a guy that I think his range is probably like 25 to 50 you know you just didn't really know but he ended up going on the high end of that um there's still guys out there penetrators like him um 
that I think you might want to keep an eye on for day two, depending on whether or not the Chiefs stay put. I don't know if you want to start talking about guys that are available still. There's yeah. quite a bit. I still have a top 10 player on my board available right now. Who is? that's For me, it's Harold Landry. Um, I'm surprised that he's available. I have a, a first-round grade on him. He's my ninth overall player. Um, there's been some stuff coming out, though, I guess. I didn't hear anything about his medical the entire process, but um, I just retweeted something from Tom Pasala. I can't say his last name. Polisario? Yeah, that guy. Um, How did he, I pull that out? I don't know. That's good. <laughs> I don't know if you said it right. Probably did. But anyway, so he was talking about he's got uh, – some teams uh, red flagged him for his knee and his back. So that's not good. Um, and that's – you know, that's we've talked about that in the show too. Like there's stuff like this about guys that when they start dropping, then you start to hear that stuff. Uh Harold Landry, funny you should bring him up. I don't know anything about his medicals, but uh, we're going to go ahead and make an emergency addition to the draft miss list right now, and that is Harold Landry, edge prospect from Boston College. Uh, he is probably one of the, like, I think, I, I thought he had some of the best tape of the edge rushers. Tale of two years, though. Yeah, but, uh, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the 2017 tape of his was top 10 draft pick kind of material he he shows 2016 2016 yeah so 2016 his 2017 wasn't as great right it was a rough year for him but 2016 tape showed a great ability to get off great ability to bend uh, tested great at the uh, at the combine and uh man i if if the chiefs do wind up taking a risk on him if there is some injury concerns by trading up into the early 30s for him i'm not going to have any issues whatsoever jake uh, yeah, I don't think he probably lasts past like 36, honestly. I think teams are going to maybe reassess, gather some information on him, um, probably talk to their doctors, probably call around, and he might, might be a guy that teams are more comfortable with taking now that it's day two. You know what would be kind of interesting if he doesn't – He, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Cleveland took a risk on him. If they don't go with Bradley Chubb. Gosh. Could you imagine – if they they took their risk. They Dang. took the risk on Denzel Ward and yeah. going with him fourth in the draft instead of Bradley Chubb, and then they just turn around at thirty three and, and go draft Harold Landry, the second best pass rusher in this class, right? Because you know, I yeah, say what you want about Marcus Davenport, uh, he's got a lot of upside, but he's not a natural pass rusher yet. Right, he's yeah, still no. developing. Bradley Chubb's probably the best. Is definitely hands down the best pass rusher in this class. And Harold Landry, man, I, I would love to add him to the Chiefs if he if they trade up for him. I'm going to be absolutely thrilled. He's going on the draft miss list. And there's another guy we're going to add to the draft miss list right now, Jake. And Cummins, just looking at it right now, this guy would make all the sense in the world for the Kansas City Chiefs. Do you know what, do you know who I'm going with right now? A guy that's not on it already? That's not on it already. Uh, you no. may not guess it. Okay. I don't think I know. Well, let me get one guess. Okay. Um, uh Dang it. Uh, I don't know. I have no way. I'm looking at like 20 names right now. How about an offensive lineman that could potentially t- play Connor tackle Williams? or guard? Connor Williams? Connor Williams. I don't Williams. think you're that high on him. I, ha- I still have him as the 26th player on my board, and he's going on the draft list right now. Yeah, he's uh, my. He's the second highest guy on my board left. He, I have him 13th overall. I love Connor Williams. He's I have him 26th. And, you know, I, I think at this point in the draft, he's, he's immense value. 
And he makes a lot of sense for a team that has a need at left guard and might have a need at tackle here in the future. Uh, how about a guy that can play multiple spots on the offensive line? And he probably can play all five positions. He honestly, might be able if you to. pressed him into it. I, I wouldn't be upset with Connor Williams being a Kansas City Chief here. Uh, he's he's really athletic. I he's another guy, though, too, like tail of two years. 2016 was way better than 2017. Got hurt last year. Tape wasn't as good. That's true. His 2016 tape, though, I thought was really good. These these last year performances, they're they're not uh, they're scaring some people away. That does I don't know what that's going to say for Arden Key then either. Yeah. If 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 players that had great 2016 tape that had some struggles in 2017 with injury aren't going well. He uh, also quit. <laughs> and then came back. That's a good point. So that's a good point. But uh, we're adding Connor Williams, offensive tackle from Texas, and Harold Landry, an edge prospect from Boston College, on to the draft miss what about, list. What right about now. a guy? And we talked about him a little bit. What about a guy like Josh Jackson from Iowa, a guy that was pretty routinely mocked anywhere from fifteen to thirty, falling out of the first round? Josh Jackson, the cornerback from Iowa. Uh, no, nah, probably not. And here's why: uh, a lot of the best tape of him is him being allowed to use his instincts and his ball skills for being an off ball corner and the chiefs if they really do intend to play a press heavy scheme he doesn't make a ton of sense for them right now he's got the size for it but he, he wasn't asked to do it yeah he's definitely better seeing the ball he's, in front of him and some people have talked about him potentially transitioning to safety mm-hmm. which would be an interesting move um and how about uh, let's just do this real quick too i'm gonna i'm gonna go rogue one more time and i'm gonna add one more player to the draft miss list that did not hear his name called this week uh, or today, actually. How about let's go with an offensive guard from UTEP, Will Hernandez? Oh, I thought I thought you're gonna go with Ido Smith. No, not Ido no. Smith. But it didn't. didn't yeah. You tell well, me? I figure you know if like Rashad Penny can go in the first round, like. <laughs> Edo Smith like should be he should have his phone make sure it's charged ready to go he should hear his name being called at any time so just so you guys know Edo Smith was not invited to the NFL combine he's a running back from southern Mississippi and Jake had a higher grade on him than Rashad not by much but But like him and Rashad Penny were in the same like third or fourth range for me and then Penny went oh gosh it doesn't matter and Penny's a fine player like I don't really have a problem with Rashad Penny but Sony Michelle and Darius guys were still on the board. <laughs> I just Penny. I I I don't like Rashad Penny that much. He's, the fact that he's he, just okay. He's like, just a guy. He's just a guy. Um, it does look like the Maurice Hurst talk is real. The fifth player on my board is not drafted right now, and I'm not ready to add him to the draft miss list quite yet, just because I don't know what's going on with his heart condition, and I don't know if if he... Mess- I think he comes off the board quick. I would I think, think so. You would think so. I don't buy the day three stuff. I think I think he's he slid because of that, but I think he comes off in the first, in the first round what tomorrow. If, what if Cleveland goes Harold Landry... And Maurice, and Maurice Hurst, Hurst to yeah. go with Denzel Ward and Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine? I don't want to. That, I don't that, want. That's an incredible haul. Yeah. No one would have thought that if you told them that two months ago that they would end up with those four players. I don't think anybody would have believed you. Um, there's still a lot of guys that were already on the draft miss list that are still available. Uh, the highest on my board is Isaiah Oliver, a cornerback from Colorado. He's actually a guy I've made some predictions that the Chiefs might trade up into the early 30s for. 
uh, length, athleticism, ball skills, and his best football is still ahead of him. Jake, what do you think about that fit for the Chiefs? I think that's probably looking at cor- looking at defensive backs in general. That's probably the best fit for the Chiefs right now. I'm kind of surprised he didn't go in the first round because he seemed like everybody's darling to get picked at the beginning of the second round. Like every team was talking about, well, we won't take a c- corner high because we can just get Isaiah Oliver in the second. So guys like that, you usually you hear that and then they end up going in the first because everyone's hearing that. So that you go out and get your guy. So I'm a little bit surprised to see him available still. And I, he's probably another guy that will come off the board really quick because if he's your guy that you want to get in the second round, it's the second round. Go get him. Yep. And so he's a guy I've definitely have my eye on. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be upset with the Chiefs trading up for a guy like Isaiah Oliver, a guy like Harold Landry, Connor Williams, or Will Hernandez, any of those four players that we've talked about already. Uh, that's probably my short list of if the Chiefs are trading up for a player. Um, that's who I'm targeting. Uh, the fifth player that on, on that list that I'm probably looking for the Chiefs to trade up for would be Justin Reed, the safety from Stanford. Uh, Jake, uh, do you think there's anybody that you, uh, for the Chiefs specifically, that you think you would look to trade up for besides those five? I would keep an eye on Jesse Bates, too. I think he'll probably go... Um, in the top half of the second round. He might be a guy, especially if Terrell Edmonds is going in the first round um, over him. Maybe maybe the NFL is not as high on him as we originally thought, or maybe not. I don't know. But he may be a guy that falls to the Chiefs if they stay put. Um, but he's a, he'd be the other guy like in that range where I would say I wouldn't have a problem at all with the Chiefs trading up and hearing his name called. I think the five that I mentioned are guys that I'd be willing to trade a third round pick for. Anything beyond that, I'm probably looking to make a smaller move up. So Jesse Bates, if he's sliding, if he's sliding, is probably a guy that I'd try to trade into somewhere in the 40s for. Not necessarily the early 30s. Those five I mentioned being Justin Reed, a safety from Stanford, uh, Isaiah Oliver, corner from Colorado, Harold Landry, edge from Boston College, Connor Williams, offensive tackle from Texas, Will Hernandez, offensive guard from UTEP. Those are guys I don't think I would hate the Chiefs trading up into the late 30s potentially for and giving up probably like a third round pick. Um, so those are the five I'm targeting for a, a big trade up. Anything beyond that, I think I just want value to fall. There's still a lot of guys on the board, Jake. We've got you know Dallas Goddard's on the board still a tight end from South Dakota State mm. uh, Braden Smith offensive guard from Auburn uh, Lorenzo Carter an edge prospect from Georgia Ronnie Harrison a safety from Alabama like there's still yeah. plenty of value here Anthony on the Miller. board <laughs> Anthony Miller give talk to me in round three Jake I'll, I'll, I'm with you there on round three. Mike Jasicki, tied in from, from Penn State, still there, too. There's so much value still sitting out there on the board. It really couldn't have gone any better for the Chiefs. No. it's With Taven Bryan being gone, that really, like you already mentioned that, but that really is the only guy that you probably would look at and be like, oh, dang. That, that would have been a good value. Um, honestly, like maybe Terrell Edmonds, too, is like the other guy you look at that, but not in the same light because you're probably more so looking at that like, oh, shoot, he's not going to be available late round in two the third, now. Right. Yeah. But you, you, you sacrifice that. Like you sacrifice some of these guys that we've added to the draft miss list in order to get someone of value maybe at 54 maybe you don't even have to move up there's still there's there's a lot of great options available to the chiefs um there are some players that chiefs fans should pay attention to and hope to hear their name called um early in the second round i'd say i'd say josh jackson's a guy you probably want to hear his name called pretty early same with darius geis uh and christian kirk 
Did you already say Josh Jackson? You did, right? I did say Josh Jackson. Yeah. Uh, Sam Hubbard, the edge from Ohio State, edge prospect from Ohio State, is probably a guy you want off the board, too. Basically, you know, it's just continuation. Sutton, Corton Sutton. Wide receiver guy. from yeah. SMU. Uh, yeah. Uh, often, Mason Rudolph still out there. I bet he goes... He's the next quarterback. There's a there's a lot of guys on this board still that um, that you, you I think very well could be early picks and and could help continue to push value down the board for the Chiefs. So we're not really home yet uh, as far as being able to get value here, but. Uh, if the Chiefs, it's it's a much easier situation for the Chiefs to trade into the early third at this point, Jake. Yeah. Um, looking forward to the rest of the day. You know, we've lost uh, we've lost a few players on the draft miss list at this point. That would be Jair Alexander, wide cornerback uh, from Louisville. Go pack. <laughs> DJ Moore, wide receiver from Maryland. Isaiah Wynn, an offensive guard from Georgia, who actually got his name announced as a tackle from the Patriots. Yeah, uh, that was a little bit surprising. Uh, cornerback Mike Hughes from Central Florida, who again I'm not as concerned about. I, I've kind of, if you've noticed, I haven't talked as much about Mike Hughes lately because I've not been super confident that the Chiefs were actually going to be selecting him based on some of the issues that's been pop- popping up with him. Uh, and then Frank Ragnow, a center from Arkansas, is off the board. He was on the draft miss list. Same with Billy Price, offensive guard from Ohio State. And the last member of the draft miss list that got selected was Terrell Edmonds, a safety from Virginia Tech, who wound up 66th on my board. Uh, so there's really not a ton of of big hits for the Chiefs staring at pick 54. Um, you, you, you have to expect, you know, like all the, most of these guys that we've profiled are going to wind up going to different teams, but the chiefs have a lot on the board, still a lot on the ledger that would really benefit them here coming up with their first pick in the draft. Um, Jake, who was the lowest, who were the lowest prospects that you had? Uh, what, like what were the lowest grades that you had that went in the first round? Uh, Penny was my lowest grade um, that I had going in the first round. And then after that, it was Edmonds and then followed by Josh Allen. So I had Rashad Penny as a fourth round grade and a pretty low fourth round grade. Didn't even make my top 100 prospects. Um, I had Terrell Edmonds with a third round grade. Yeah. We were pretty much spot on with Edmonds. I think we almost had oh, yeah, we were really grade close on, on him, him, weren't we? And then Josh Allen, too. We both had third round grades on. But right. He's a quarterback that can throw the ball a mile. So. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. And, you know, we talked about, you know, we're losing some draft miss list guys. Billy Price was the 50th ranked player on my board, and Frank Ragnall, the center, was the 46th ranked player on my board. I like and I would have been happy with either of them at 54, but the fact that they're getting taken right now, getting taken up early in this draft, is probably is still beneficial. You know, the Chiefs, uh, even you sacrifice guys like that to give yourself a chance in potentially the early 30s in the trade-up or the 40s. I mean, they're they're in a good position right now. They really are. I mean, they can stay put, and I think they'll have value that's there at the end of round two. Um, But I also, I mean, Veach keeps telling us how aggressive he wants to be. So don't be surprised at all if if you're just getting settled into the draft tomorrow and you see that trade button happen and you see that that red and yellow show up on your screen. I'm going to predict that the Chiefs wind up making a selection in the four in, in the in the thirties, I who, think. Who picks next? The Packers or the Chiefs? Ooh. Packers have the forty fifth pick. Uh, I'll, Do you think I'll, they have the trade up in front of that. I'll take the Chiefs. Okay. 
we'll take the Chiefs there. I just think I think it just makes too much sense uh, for them. There's still a lot of good players on the board right now. Uh, I, I anticipate, you know, I, something along the lines of, of pick 54 and 86 to move into the 30s somewhere uh, to get a guy. And I'll go ahead. Jake, do you want, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll let you start. You can, okay. you can probably, you're probably going to pick, we're probably going to pick the same guy, I would guess. But uh, you make the prediction on who you think the Chiefs will take and where they take them. So I think the guy they're going to target that who I would target is Isaiah Oliver. Okay. And I think they're going to move up with the, you know what? They're going to trade up with the Packers who just who lost that third round pick and they're going to move back and the the Chiefs are going to trade up and take Isaiah Oliver at the 45th pick. Really? I like that. So what are we what are they going to give up? They're going to give up 86. They probably probably would need to get a kicker back if they're like some like a little yeah. a, a late round mate. Well, you've got They got the, like 5 fifths. How, how many pick, how three, many picks? Six. How, they have like t- 11 picks left. The Packers still have 11 picks on the yeah. board. Yeah. So the the Packers actually might be a decent trade candidate because they're gonna want i don't know if they'd move back again though that's the thing i think they they'd probably want to move back up into the third round using some of the capital behind that uh, i'm just i'm i haven't looked at this so i don't really know i'm just throwing that out there but trying to look at like a, a dance partner for the chiefs um i mean the, maybe i mean the colts could potentially be one too with the fourth and fifth pick in the second round mm-hmm. i don't anticipate the chiefs using any of their 2019 draft assets to, to move up either though i think what they're gonna do is they're gonna try to move up with one of their third round picks or, you know, maybe it is something like, you know, the Packers and the Chiefs, they could, I'm looking at the trade chart right now. It's not super accurate, but I mean, the Chiefs could trade pick 54 to the Packers for pick 40 or pick 54 and then 122 and 124 to the Packers for pick 45. And that about Matt, about add up. Yeah. Maybe you throw them a, maybe throw them a sixth or a seventh round pick back. But I mean, that's a, that's a reasonable scenario. Uh, so you're saying the chiefs are taking Isaiah all over at 45. I don't think he'll be there that late though, either. I don't know. Who knows? I think they'll need to trade up, uh, up higher to get him. Okay. So I'm, I'm actually looking at the Colts Colts. Maybe want to trade back, uh, they have a ton of picks in the top 100. Okay. So pick 37 or 36? 37 or 36. Yep. Okay. I'm, uh, I, I, I've been telling some people, I talked on the radio this week uh, with a couple people and said Isaiah Oliver in the 30s uh, would be the Chiefs pick, and I'm staying there too. Uh, but, you know, the guys like Connor Williams and Harold Landry and Will Hernandez, keep your eye on them because they're all, they're all significant talent there. Um, beyond those guys, I, I bet they, I don't think they're going to move up too high. Uh, I think it's either kind of a, one of these fringe first round talents or they just stay and make the pick at 54. Another guy that I would throw out there too is Justin Reed. Yes. Yeah. The safety from Stanford. Cause he's, I, I like Jesse Bates more than him. Um, but I just get the vibe that Reed's going to go in front of him and he can be kind of that slot guy. He can kind of be that free safety guy that they're looking for. Um, so he's another name I'd keep, uh, keep tabs on. Yeah, I think that makes sense too. Uh, and he's, I think Jesse, I think Justin Reed's a guy I would trade up a little bit for, like I mentioned earlier. Um, but that's probably it. I mean, the Dallas Goddards and the Jesse Bates, I might move up a little bit more for, but other than that, I think they should just let vol- value fall to them and, and see where they go from there. Uh, Jake, do you have anything else to say before we close this thing up? No, not really. I mean, I'm just looking forward to day two tomorrow. Uh, day one, 
it was it was it's this is a it's a grind today because you go through the whole day and you guys know too that listening like you are you just hear so much and you don't know what to take in and what to filter out and and then it's, it starts happening and then it's just you're just anxious the yeah, whole day it's wild so I'm, I'm like i'm exhausted right now and what time is it it's, we're recording it it's 11 15 right now it's really not that late but i am wiped i'm still probably gonna be up late tonight so <laughs> like i'll probably i mean this is draft tradition you stay up late and you put up scenarios in your head and you think through things and you listen to rumors the entire time and, and if you have a pick you go watch whatever film you haven't watched right. on them and yep. read no. as, read whatever you can read about them and yep and then daydream about what about what number they're gonna wear next year and contemplate whether or not you want to buy a jersey <laughs> Well, and if Anthony Miller's getting on the board here this today by the Pick Chiefs. Pick 45. Pick 45. The height thresholds are, are no more in Green Bay than just gives me hope for Anthony Miller. So it's going to happen. Guys, you're going to hear from us sometime today when the Chiefs make their first selection. Uh, we will be doing a Facebook Live on the Arrowhead Pride page. So as soon as the Chiefs make a selection, you'll hear from us on Facebook Live. And then we're going to have an instant reaction to everything that happened on day two of the NFL draft on uh, on on the Arrowhead on ArrowheadPride.com, we'll have another podcast up and ready for you. I uh, do want to give a quick shout out to my guy uh, Craig Stout, who dropped off some of his brews, his beers from uh, Pixelated Brewing Company. Uh, let us have a few to, to sample uh, today, and they were delicious. So shout out to my guy Craig. Uh, Jake, you got anything else to say? Yeah, I don't even like IPAs, and I enjoyed the the citrus blend that we had today. What was that thing? Called. It was just a, it was a citrus IPA. It was, it was, it well, was, well done, sir. It was delicious. Uh, so guys, thanks for listening and uh, we will see you. Or we'll talk to you tomorrow. Uh, very merry draft miss to all of you. Good first day for the chiefs and uh, let's hope things turn out well for them tomorrow. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB nation. And I want to tell you about my new show. It seemed smart. It seems smart is a show about people doing things that for some reason or another, Seems smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. <laughs>